This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio as we open up our number four. I am Jonathan Zaslow. He is Matt Jones. We're in for the guys here today and presented by Progressive Insurance. You could tweet at us. He is at KY Sports Radio. I am at Zaslow Show. You having a nice little time here, Matt? You doing all right over there? I think, look. You're fired up today because it's been a big news day for you the last 24 hours. I mean, you got a there's a big special coming out on Netflix, Wrestlers, OVW. You're you're super pumped up. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I am pumped up. I I've, I've been doing a lot of radio, so I feel like most of the words that are in my brain have come out, but I feel like I still have another hour of words and they're going to be the diff, that they're going to be really important. And so I'm excited for that. And I'm looking at the next topic and it's one that man I love and that's Aaron okay. Rodgers because let me tell you something if there's one thing that makes me happy, it's listening to Aaron Rodgers talk. Well, one thing that makes me happy is watching the New York Jets lose, all right? I'm here in South Florida. I'm a You're Dolphin Homer. fan. My answer, no, I'm a Dolphin fan. No, you, you keep saying you, Homer. Say, you I'm, I'm a fan. You, you, you literally pick the Dolphins to win the division. Yeah. You're a homer. Like, I've worked with Amber Wilson a lot, your former radio partner. She's a wonderful person, and I love to listen to her on the radio. But she, like, is like, heat, 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 heat. And you're the same way I'm with the Miami teams. You, you, you Miami teams, it's all the same. Like, you still think the you matters in football. You, st- you, like, you think people want to go watch the Marlins. Like, that's what you all do in Miami. It's okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to sports. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was my Gabe Vincent because she literally was like the key to the reason the Heat are going to win the, the the NBA title is Gabe he was Vincent. Very good in the postseason, not good in the finals, but very good in the postseason game. This is my reaction to that. They didn't hit the cue. That's okay. I mean, I, it was it was me going Gabe, Gabe Vincent. Yes, Thank you very much. But nevertheless, even though you're a homer, I still would l- like that you enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers lose. We <laughs> share that in common. I like and, – and to that extent, see, I was rooting for Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets. The same way, you know, the Dolphins were in the mix for Dalvin Cook. If he wasn't going to sign with the Dolphins, I was rooting for Dalvin Cook to go to the Jets because it's going to be even more enjoyable for someone like me from South Florida if the Jets crash and burn, which I think they are, if the Jets crash and burn while adding all of this great – Talent. But what does crash so, and burn mean to you? I think miss I, like, the playoffs. You think they miss the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, I disagree with that. I don't think they. I don't think they win the title, or they even, or or even make the AFC Championship game. But I don't think they miss the play. I mean, what makes you think they're going to be bad? They were seven and ten last year with a terrible quarterback. You don't think Aaron Rodgers is worth three or four wins? Well. It depends what Aaron Rodgers we're going to get. He was he's on a decline. We know but that. But take the worst version of him. Is he not Whoa. three wins better than Zach Wilson? Not if not if it's a, a steadily declining Aaron Rodgers. And look, what's the big conversation we've had so far this entire preseason in regards to the New York Jets? It's been the offensive line. We're hearing should we panic yet? Panic about the offensive line, and that's like the one area with the Jets where. If we're considering panicking, that could make the Aaron Rodgers experience kind of go awry. Again, though, 
you don't think he's three wins better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was terrible last year, and so yep. much that they went to Mike White, et cetera. Like, I think regardless of that defense is so good that they will win a host of games with that. I, I think the Bills will be worse. I think the Dolphins will be worse. I definitely think the Patriots will be worse. So the idea that they could somehow – I mean, I, I totally so you think the Dolphins get, are going to be under 500, by the way? No, I just think – I just don't understand Dolphins fans. They were 7-3 and three when Tua was healthy. A oh, fine record. 7-3. and three. Again, a couple of those wins were crazy close. And, remember, and I always think there's reversion – you revert to the mean on that. But also – Afterwards, they were awful. And what are the chances that Tua plays the whole year? And I know you can say that for every other quarterback, but every other quarterback did not have two concussions last year. If he has one concussion, he will be shut down for the year, and he should be. And everybody for life, maybe you know, maybe so. And I think with that level, I don't know how people. I don't know how people can be confident. I understand why you would root for them, but I don't know how you could be confident. Well, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to play this weekend in preseason week number three. He has not played in a preseason game in five years, which is really interesting how the Packer fan may feel about that. I'm not sure. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers spoke earlier today, and he talked about, you know, the risk of playing in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, there's always that risk-reward. I think over the years, it just hasn't made sense based on a number of different factors, but... I used to enjoy playing the preseason back in my younger years just to kind of maybe take that first hit or feel the kind of the nerves in the first drive. So I look forward to being out there. It was not much of a conversation with Robert. I think he was a little more nervous. I might have said no, but I was already leaning towards asking him to play. So it was an easy conversation, and I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but it'll be good to be out there with the guys. And obviously there's been some shuffling around, some some of our front uh, back in today at practice. It kind of looked uh, the way things were trending the past uh, week or so, so uh, it'll be nice to be out there with those five. What are the chances the producers of Hard Knocks pulled him aside and said, listen, Aaron, the access has been kind of limited this year. That's why we had to fly in the vo- the narrator, Leif Schreiber. We flew him in on a helicopter because we got to create some content here. Aaron, what what do you think about maybe – I know you haven't played in five years in the preseason. What do you think about maybe maybe tossing the old pigskin a couple times in Well, but I don't know that him playing is good content for Hard Knocks because we'll watch it before they show it. I mean, so, like, we'll see it live when he actually plays the game. So, I don't – I think the better content is going to be the, uh, the, the the fight that just occurred, apparently, in the practice where, they, where, where it led to them telling Tampa Bay they couldn't come the next day. I'm excited about watching that. But as far as, as Rodgers, you know, again, I have a million complaints about him. But one complaint is not about whether or not he plays in the preseason. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. I can understand why he'd want to do it. You know, after you played for the Packers for 10 years, you know the players, you know the scheme, you know everything. So why would you play? This is new. This is a different environment. Even the game day rituals and presumably will be different. Like, right? I mean, it's. I'm sure he had a way that he did his day in Green Bay. This will be different. So I, I don't think it matters much. The only funny thing to me is acting like it was Salah's choice. Aaron Rodgers doesn't <laughs> do one thing that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to do. It's clear from Hard Knocks that he has total and complete control over everything. So he wants to play because he wants to play. I'm fine with that, but let's not act like Robert Sala had anything to do with it. 
this was an Aaron Rodgers decision. Well, you know what? Let's hear. This was also from earlier today. Here is the Jets head coach, Robert Sala, on why Aaron Rodgers is going to play. You can't coach scared. You know, you see some of the great ones out there. You know, Kansas City's playing their guys. Buffalo's playing their guys. What's in the best interest for our team is to, to go out there, play some football together, and, and prepare ourselves the best way we can for September 11th. I don't want to just throw them out there for a series and get them out. would like to see those guys to uh, go through transition, get to the sideline, have some adjustments, play with those adjustments. And so you'd like to see that transition happen a few times. If I'm going to take my bias out of it here, Matt, I never have a problem with the guys playing in preseason. The way this sport is, they, they can get they could suffer the catastrophic no contact injury in training camp, in practice. It could happen in any game. I got no issue with these guys playing in preseason. Yeah, I don't either. I I, I don't care one way or the other. Um, I, I I will say this though: your massive Dolphins fandom is almost making me hope that Aaron Rodgers is good. Just because no. you might the no, Miami people get that you that. get so excited don't that there's that. a part of me that you guys already have the great weather. You already have the best nightlife. You already have the most beautiful people. Go on. You don't get to have good sports too. You get there has to be a line and the line is going to be that the Dolphins are going to stink. Matt, have you seen what's been going on down here in South Florida this past sports season? Panthers, Stanley Cup Final. Heat, NBA Finals. Miami Hurricanes, Final Four. FAU, Final Four. Guess what? Inter-Miami and Messi just won a trophy. But what's the common denominator? I didn't hear a championship out of any of that. And I think that is what we need to make clear. You can go to Miami and be be sunny, and you can be beautiful, and you can have great food, but you're not allowed to win the Super Bowl. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? Ooh, love that. So we're going to bring Eric aboard here, right, for good bet, bad bet today on Canty and Carlin. I'm Jonathan Saslow. He is Matt Jones filling in for the guys today. Hello, Eric. What's up, guys? How you doing today? Yo, yo. Hi, Eric. All right, so this edition of Good Bet, Bad Bet, we're going to go a little bit different here on Caesars Sportsbook. There's an option for alternate wins. We're not going for the over-under win totals. These are alternate win totals that have a little bit more value oh, nice. if you are willing, if you feel a certain way about a team. And honestly, Zaz, I think I'm going to start with you on this one because you might feel a certain way about the New York Jets. And their alternate win total right now is at 7.5. And that's plus 280 for under 7.5 wins. So, do you think that's a good bet or a bad bet? Yes! I lo- See, that's what I'm talking about here, Matt. I got the Jets missing the playoffs, so we're talking about 7-10. and 10. And for plus 280, amazing odds. So, yes, I will go under 7.5, plus 280 for the Jets. I like that. It's not a terrible bet because Aaron Rodgers could get hurt. And Zach Wilson won seven games last year. I still One probably snap would, away. I still probably wouldn't do it because he's, they still won seven even without Aaron Rodgers just last year. It is plus 280, but I'm probably not doing that one, although I wouldn't mock someone for doing it. What's next? 
All right, we're going to stick with teams that are getting a lot of hype this uh, offseason heading into the season. The Lions also plus 280 for under 7.5 wins. Matt, is that a good bet or a bad bet? That's one you could talk me into, okay, if we, again, I play out the scenario. All of these are probably going to require the quarterback to get hurt, okay? So let's assume the quarterback gets hurt. I don't even know who the backup is. It's probably, you know, somebody named Blah or something Always like that. Always guess a McCown. If you don't know, you guess McCown. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think those guys are still around, uh, but I do. But I, so I will say yes, that's plausible. You know, there's a world in which the Vikings are good, the Bears are good, maybe Jordan Love's good, and all of a sudden the division looks looks better. So at plus two eighty, I'll take the under on the lines. I think I don't think that's a crazy bet. Yeah, I like it too. Those are great odds. Obviously, I do not believe in the Lions. I mean, heck, last year it's. You know, it's not like they were, you know, rolling. They were 9-8, and eight, you know? And I think we put way too much stock into all the machismo with the head coach, Dan Campbell. It's the Lions. Yeah, I'll go under 7.5 plus 280. All right, new coach and um, same quarterback, though, in Denver. Broncos are at plus 260 for under 6.5 wins. So, Zaz, do you believe they will have back-to-back disappointing seasons in Denver? Boy, I mean, so we're, we're talking a 6 an 11 season for the Broncos. Plus 260. Can Ru- like if Russell Wilson if that hits Matt, then Russell Wilson's done as a yeah. starting quarterback, right? If that number I love that hits one. Yeah, yeah I, I, love it. I like it too. I think they're yeah. last in the AFC West and both of us then Matt, right? We're saying Russell Wilson is done as a starter. Yeah, now. or I mean he gets hurt. There's always that one, but I do think I I, I listen, they were bad last year. Why are they going to be better? I mean, Sean Payton probably helps a little bit. But uh, but I, I I like that I think the I think the Chiefs will be just as good I think the Chargers will be better Raiders can't help but maybe be a little bit better so uh, I like that I think I actually that's of all these bets probably the one that I would be most likely to do What's next All right so we're playing a little good bet bad bet here on Canty and Carlin uh, All these odds are via Caesar Sportsbook and we're gonna go on the more positive side now Which teams will possibly exceed expectations. So right now the Cowboys are at plus 220 for over 11 and a half wins. Matt, do you like that bet? No, but on, but only well, actually yes, to be honest with. You. Now that I think about it, again, giving me plus 220, I think they probably finish 11 and 6. So if you're asking me can we win one more game, maybe again, I have to do all this with injuries in mind. Maybe Jalen Hurts gets hurt, something like that. So I don't think it's crazy for the Cowboys to go 12-5. and five. You give me plus 220, yeah, I would do that with the Cowboys. Now we have to remind everyone these are alternate win totals, all right? That's why we're getting odds here. And I'm going – I do not like this one. I'm going under 11.5 wins. That's a lot of wins, 12. I don't believe in that division. I think the Giants are going to be a decent team too. Philadelphia, we know. I don't think in that division you got the Cowboys winning 12 games because I don't think they're going to win that division. And then it's really difficult for them to win 12. So I'm, I'm going under that. All right, next team on this list, the Giants playoff team from last year. They had nine wins and a tie. They're at plus 330 for over nine and a half wins. So Zaz, do you Boy. like that bet? I do like that. Those are big odds, plus 330. So we're just talking about the Giants can't. You can lose the same amount of games you did last year. They were 9-7-1. and one. So lose the same amount of games and don't tie. And we're talking plus 330. So I actually love that bet. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I I don't love it, but I do it. Because 
It's plus 330 for exactly the reason he just said. If you're telling me that they basically have to be as good as they were last year, why not? You know, they get a couple guys back. I think former Kentucky wide receiver Wondell Robinson will be a huge part of what they do this year, and he's healthy again. So I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's really bad at all. Plus 330? You give me anything plus 300, I'm going to think about it. Got to Except the it. next one. Except the next one you give me, which is a definite no, but go ahead. <laughs> All right, Matt. Yeah, we're doing some alternate win totals here. And speaking of juice numbers, plus 375 for the Cleveland Browns over 11 and a half wins. So, Matt, I already know how you feel. No way. No way. You'd have to give me – I don't know if I would take plus 375 for over 10 wins. I just think they're in uh, they're in a division where it is going to be absolutely extremely – they could lose – they could go 0-6 in that division. I mean, I'm not, I don't think they will, but they could. There's You, you start with that, then they, they play – their schedule is actually not terrible, but I don't see 11 and a half wins. They're going to fit – if they're nine and eight, they should be happy. There's no way they're winning twelve games. I hate that bet, even though it's the best odds. This is an under five hundred team. So in order to go over eleven and a half wins, even though it's plus three seventy five, I told you I, over over plus three hundred. I gotta consider it. You gotta think about it. But you're asking me to say the Browns are gonna win four more games than they're actually capable of winning. No chance. I can't just burn my money. I work hard for it, Matt. I'm going under that one. Don't like it. And that right well, there, there you go. that's all I got. There you go. That's all you got. That was all of them, and you did such a good job. Zazlo, I left speechless. That's another addition right there of good bet, bad bet. Excellent job there, Eric. All right. Very good. So, coming up this weekend, it's week zero college football. This is a college football game week. You woke up this morning, and you got to you say to yourself, it's a college football game week. Week zero is coming up, and on Saturday in Dublin, Ireland, You got Notre Dame and Navy. Well, Navy head football coach Brian Newberry, like I said, this weekend in Dublin, Ireland, Navy head football coach Brian Newberry. He's going to join us next right here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. In for the guys, I'm Jonathan Zaslow. He's Matt Jones. 
We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It is week zero. That means we are just a few days away from college football. It's all happening here. And one of the games that you know we all have our eyes on in Dublin, Ireland, we have Notre Dame and Navy. The Navy head football coach is Brian Newberry. He joins us here on Canty and Carlin. Coach, thanks so much for spending some time here with us. Not a bad debut for your head coaching career, not just coming against Notre Dame, but in Dublin, Ireland. How you feeling? Uh, tell me tell me what you're thinking going into the first game. Yeah, how about that, right? No, thanks for having me on. Uh, just super excited. You know, what a, what a wonderful opportunity uh, to, to, to play Notre Dame, you know, in, in a world-class venue over there. It's going to be a great experience, you know, for our players um, to get to make that trip and see a different part of the world and, um, you know, it's, it is a business trip. Don't get me wrong, but uh, excited for them to have the opportunity to do that in a venue like that in Dublin. And obviously playing uh, such a storied program like Notre Dame is, is a wonderful opportunity uh, for our players and, and for our fans. And so excited about, uh, about uh, the first game. Yeah, okay, I get all that. It's a wonderful opportunity. It's also Notre Dame in Ireland. It's going to be the entire college football world turning you on because it's the first big game, and we've all been dying for football all summer. Like, as a coach, that has to be cool for you and your players. I mean, you're going to get a platform. It'll probably draw one of the highest ratings of the year. That's got to be awesome for your guys and your team, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, the main thing is just, you know, it, it is a big game. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think, you know, we've got to approach it really like we would any other game. You know, you, you can take it all in and, and uh, encourage our guys to do that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a business trip and there's there's one goal when we get over there and, and we're focused on that. And so um, taking it all in, obviously, uh, enjoying it, um, but being able to drown out the noise and, and, and the distractions at the same time. So obviously, and we got the head coach of Navy football here with us, Brian Newberry. Week zero coming up this weekend. Navy is playing Notre Dame. Dublin, Ireland this Saturday. Now, yes, it's a business trip, and the most important thing is getting a win in week number one against Notre Dame. But I have to imagine your guys, they'd like to see a little bit of Dublin. Is there any team-building kind of activities planned? Are you getting there in enough time leading up to the game? <laughs> Yeah, we've got a couple of things built into the schedule. Um, you know, we're, we're on a, a pretty tight uh, timeline. There's not a, not a whole lot of downtime. You know, we get there Thursday morning, and um, you know, after the game, we get to the hotel around midnight, and we're out the next morning uh, at the crack of dawn. So, not a ton of time. You know, obviously I wish I wish we could stay a little bit longer, but you know, these guys have some obligations here uh, that are pretty important uh, to get back to. And but certainly, we, we will enjoy it uh, when the time allows, uh, and we'll get focused. Um, the other times over there. Let me ask you, one of the things I always like to ask the coaches at the Service Academy, is there a lot of fans out there listening. You know, we see the Army-Navy uh, Army game every year and, and maybe here and there other games, but you're, you, you live it on a daily basis and you've been at other schools. For the average fan out there, how would you describe the biggest difference between the players that play at those service academies and the ones that play elsewhere in Division One football, what is their day to day life? How is it different than how it is for you know somebody playing at a college in the Big Ten or the SEC? 
Sure. Well, they, they've got their plates full. There's no doubt about it. When you think about all the playing Division One football entails, you combine that with uh, the military responsibilities and, and the academic load that they have here. I mean, it's a, it's a full-time job for these guys, certainly. And um, they're unique. You know, I mean, we've got some of the best and the brightest from, from all over the country here. You know, young men that are, uh, that are willing to serve their country, and, and that makes them different and unique. And it's a special place, and uh, they do a lot of hard things here, and, but that's what makes them unique. That's what makes them different. Um, and, and they handle it um, in a first-class way. And, you know, we get, we've got a great locker room. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a special group. I, I can't imagine coaching a better locker room in the country. I think this is one of the best jobs in the country because of the type of kids that we get to coach here every day, the type of young men we have in our program. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't ask for um, a, a better place uh, to be a the head coach and, and for a better program to lead. You got week zero coming up this weekend. Notre Dame, Navy, Dublin, Ireland. He is the head coach of Navy football, Brian Newberry. I'll let you go on this, coach. If this wasn't a business trip, if we were in Dublin, Ireland, we're going to have a good time for a couple of days. Maybe you're there with friends and family. Are you the type of guy? To, are, are we going into the Irish bars? Are we throwing back some pints? Would you be enjoying Dublin if it wasn't a business trip? Absolutely, I would. Uh, always wanted to see the countryside over there, experience the culture there. Uh, I hear the Guinness over there is a little different than what you get in the States. So certainly would, would, would want to try one of those out. But yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd love to make, take that trip and maybe have another opportunity when we're not in such a time crunch to get back out there and see it. Great job, Coach. We appreciate you joining us here on Canty and Carlin for a few minutes. Good luck this weekend. Safe trip. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. So there you go. Navy and Notre Dame in Dublin. That's going to be a hot ticket. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets. Experience it live. Matt, have you ever been to a sporting event in another country? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I love... Is that a crazy question? I, I don't think I have. Is that crazy? Well, I mean, I, I haven't been to an American sporting. Well, I'd say that's not true. I've been to college basketball games in Canada and the Bahamas. I one time spent about six weeks traveling around Europe going to soccer games. Wow. Went in England, Italy, Spain, including small countries like Luxembourg and Malta, uh, and had a had a blast. I mean, that's, the, you know, the, the sort of passion that we have for college football here or or pick your sport that you're passionate about it was great seeing that there even though i'm not a huge soccer fan just being in those environments oh uh, so you you weren't a hooligan oh no 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 no! i went to uh i was at the british open when john <laughs> vandeveld went in the water you remember at carnoustie uh okay. and he rolled up his he rolled up his pants legs and tried to hit it out of the water and ended up losing the tournament um so yeah i've got i've gone to some but you know nothing the, the, the really the the best thing is go to a soccer match where it really matters to them. I think that hits the co- I think college football and some college basketball has the wildest environments. The only thing that I've seen match that overseas is a uh, is a soccer game. Yeah, definitely. All right, you're listening to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. And coming up before we wrap up our number four here, play of the night. That is next right here on ESPN Radio.
Monty and Carlin, the podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He is Matt Jones. I am Jonathan Saslow. We are filling in for the guys, taking you up until 7 o'clock. Let's do play of the night here, Matt. I'm going to give a winner. You're going to give a winner. Everyone's going to be so happy. You ready? Let's go for it. Uh, I'll start real quick so that you don't steal mine. Uh, I'm <laughs> continuing the Reds hedging sadness bets. So my Reds have been slowly slipping out of the wild card. Mostly thanks to the Cubs and the Giants. So I take the Reds to lose tonight, playing the Angels, the Cubs to win, and the Giants to win. A parlay, those three teams, if you do it, will get you plus 398. I will take Angels, Cubs, Giants parlay. Cubs playing the Tigers, Giants playing the Phillies, Angels playing the Reds. I'm not as bold. I'm just trying to win one bet here, all right? so I'm, Dude, you play parlays or don't show up at all. All right. Wow. All right. That's a call out. I'm, I'm going the Houston Astros tonight. All right. The Houston Astros, they are hosting the Boston Red Sox. Astros minus 130 money line. Justin Verlander is making his fourth start here for Houston. Two out of three of the starts have been quality starts. But anytime you can get the Astros at such a small price, minus 130, that's interesting to me. So I'm going to go Astros minus 130 money line tonight. I like it. Astros, uh, that is very rare to get them at that price. I think that's yeah. a smart bet. Figure what the heck, you know. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. So, Matt, why don't we let you go first here? Because you got a story here on John Rahm that you're 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 ready to well, go. With. So, John Rahm came out Tuesday and he said that he is tired of players hearing about gambling. The perfect thing for us to uh, talk about after the play of the night. He says that gambling is happening way too often. "Quote: It happens way often, way more often than you guys may hear. I mean, it's very present. And golf spectators are very close." And even if they're not directly talking to you, they, you hear them say to their buddy, I bet you 10 bucks he's going to miss it. You hear it <laughs> everywhere. This came after Max Homa said that someone distracted him from a shot uh, saying miss it when he tried to hit a putt. Another guy claimed, I think it was Cantlay, that, they, that he basically screamed while he was coming on his backswing. Now, I would say this. I'm sure that's true. Look, watching golf, and I'm a golf play. I mean, I'm a golfer. Watching okay. golf is boring. So, yes, sitting there, you're going to bet with your friends 3 or $4. I've always thought this about golfers. Shut up and play. Golf is the only sport in tennis where we're like, oh, no, you can't make a sound. That would be terrible. The Live Tour, and I don't even like the Live Tour, but it's shown they got music playing in the background. They got people talking, and they're able to play. I've always thought the idea that you had to be dead silent in golf was silly. So I think saying, hey, I bet he has three bucks. I'll bet you he misses it, to me, is no big deal. So – this is three and out, and I see this story here. Have you seen this? 
Titans rookie quarterback, Will Levis. Do you see what's going on here with Hellman's mayonnaise? Yes. Well, Will Levis, my guy, Kentucky quarterback. Well, I hope that you don't have the same taste here, all right? Because, you know, what was it? It was, it was a video a while ago where his girlfriend dared him to mix in some mayonnaise in his coffee. Like, he didn't have creamer around, didn't have the sugar, so he mixed in some mayonnaise, which is really foul. And now he has a lifetime deal with Hellman's mayonnaise. So I guess it all works out then for Will Levis. Yes. I People have used the whole he ate a banana with the peel on it oh, that's and so the mayonnaise gross. with the coffee and the mayonnaise with the coffee as some proof that he was weird. No, I don't mean <laughs> to be I don't mean to tell you all you are stupid, general public, but if you criticize him for that, you're stupid. He did it for this reason. He got a deal <laughs> with bananas when he was at UK and NIL deal, and now he gets a mayonnaise deal. I don't know what a mayonnaise deal pays, but it pays more than not having a mayonnaise deal. I bet you no other player that's a third string quarterback in the preseason has a mayonnaise deal. That's and fair. he does. And so it was very smart. And I think it's brilliant marketing by a kid that's been good at that for a long time. Which is grosser, eating the banana peel or eating the little black tip on the end of the banana? You know, I, somebody told me the other day, Matt, eat peanuts in their shells. And I was like, that's gross. Oh. And then and then let me tell you something. I did it and it was kind of delicious, actually. So I gotta be careful what I sort of poo on before I actually do it. So finally here to close out three and out, Matt Jones, promoter, heel promoter, evil promoter on the new documentary that's going to be premiering on Netflix called Wrestlers. The trailer is out. You can check it out everywhere you get your trailers. You can check it out, and this is a new docuseries on Ohio Valley Wrestling, which, of course, Matt Jones is directly involved in. Congrats, man. Yeah, well, thank you. So the guy that guys that did Last Chance You and Cheer, this is their next show, followed us for three and a half months at OVW. Uh, you can go on YouTube and see the trailer, Wrestlers. You will see me being a heel. I'm fighting with Al Snow, which is a sentence I didn't think I would say when I was a <laughs> child, and I am now saying... Who would have ever thought watching wrestling that that would end up happening? But it is very cool. Yesterday was an exciting day. You just all of a sudden wake up, and there's this trailer of you and, your, and, the, and the wrestlers we've worked with for so long. And uh, the show comes out September 13th. And Zaslow, I hope you will watch it and everyone else. It sh I hopefully will be – well, I know it's going to be great because if you saw Last Chance You and Cheer, you know how good these directors are. I'm, I'm going to watch it, of course. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. Can, can you help us here on the way out here? Can can you cut a promo on as the heel promoter? Can you cut a promo on working with me for the very first time? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll say this, Jonathan Zaslow, he is the biggest Miami homer this side of Amber Wilson. He thinks America cares about the Miami Heat and the Miami Dolphins. I would rather watch Dolphins swim than watch the Florida Marlins. The U stinks at football, and he needs to grow some perspective and stop acting like he's some arbiter of sports. Otherwise, he's a pretty nice guy. It's I'm what glad I don't know what that was. About that was a good promo. I'm not going to be mean <laughs> because I like this guy. And, Shannon, you hitting that button, you're the heel now. I'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. 
Antti and Carlin, the podcast.